Hey there, it's Dr. Stacy Cordovano. I want veterinarians to learn to be happier, healthier, wealthier, and more grateful for the life that we've created. On this podcast, I will speak with outside-of-the-box thinkers to hear new ideas on ways to improve our day-to-day life. Welcome to The Whole Veterinarian. This week, I have a bonus episode for you from the amazing Dr. Tanisha Crocker. You can check out her full bio in last week's episode 19, but she is currently a full-time small animal vet in Grapevine, Texas, and maintains a large social media presence with over 12,000 followers on Instagram. Make sure to go connect with her there, and I'll link her info in the show notes. Here's our quick chat about social media and the benefits of developing a personal brand. I wanted to talk today a little bit about social media. (laughs) You have developed a following and you're very active and you put out amazingly educational content. And I just wanted to hear a little bit from you about your journey with that. So it's been an interesting journey. It I joked that in the beginning, I was like the duck, you know, we're on top. I'm like, let me just join social media. And underneath I'm like paddle, 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 because <laughs> I really have no clue what I'm doing. So I quickly learned to engage with people who knew what they were doing. And Danielle uh, Lambert with Snout School was probably the number one person that really taught me a lot about a social media account online. And so I will just pass on some of those things because I think a lot of people are like, I don't, it's overwhelming and I don't know how to do it. And one, I would say, especially on Instagram, the community is extremely positive and supportive. And so people should not be nervous about joining it because the veterinary community on there has really kept it pretty awesome. I feel like. Yeah. I would agree. So some of the things you can do is number one, know why you're joining. And so you can make a list of kind of the five things you want to focus on and you want to be really consistent in what you're sharing and what you're doing. So obviously I joined to to talk about my journey and to share why I still loved my job. And so I do talk a lot about my current job. I share veterinary cases. I like to share things that just make me happy and great stories. And then I also talk about my family because having that as a factor and balancing it all is really important. And I think a lot of younger students who don't yet have kids, it's important to kind of explain to them (laughs) how we do it all, right? Mm -hmm. And that it's not easy. And then I do think it's good to put some fun stuff in there. So if there's something you're really interested in, I, you know, my daughter rides horses. Uh, We have a fun cat and he's on there a lot, but things that just make people happy, make them smile. You kind of want to have just a good four or five things that are really consistent with what you're doing. And then being consistent in posting every day, showing your face. So a lot of people hate videoing themselves, but getting on stories and saying, this is a cool case I had today. Like, look at this mass I took off or, you know, look under the microscope with me, or let's talk about this x-ray. Or I had a really crappy day. I had a, you know, client that was tough and this is how I dealt with it. Really that adds a lot of value because people see you and they hear what you're dealing with day to day and how you handled it. And that can really help kind of grow your following and your connection. And I think it's important that it's not about like the following and the likes. If you really want to engage and you're really joining social media because you want to make a difference in our profession um, or just be encouraging, you have to interact. 
So I don't know. How much do you post or do stuff on your <laughs> – you're like, uh. I, I'm learning as you speak here, right? I I struggle with social media. It's It feels like a lot added onto my plate, except I do realize the benefit. So I, I, want, I don't get sucked in like into drama. I get sucked into like all the different learning resources. So I probably post three times a week. And then stories, I'm not, I haven't opened this account up as like personal as I know it probably should be. I struggle because I don't want to come off as like the person that knows it all because I certainly don't. Every one of these interviews I'm doing to help myself learn and share what I'm learning. And so I struggle with making it personal because I don't know, that's an imposter syndrome thing, I'm sure. But yeah, stories, people do love them and I'm not certainly not the one to ask about how to do it right. <laughs> well, no. So there's not any one way to do it. But if your goal is to get your message out, to do that, you have to grow your following, right? And you mm-hmm. have to grow your engagement. Mm-hmm. You have, I listen to your podcast episodes. They're amazing and they're awesome. I think knowing that what you have is something that the profession needs is really, really important. Now, I'm not great at scheduling stuff. I will just kind of do posts as they happen to me. And sometimes I'll do them and save them as a draft and I don't post them, but I kind of have some things saved up and I can do them. If I'm really busy, I can just be like, oh, I'm just going to post that one today that I did a week ago. But there are a lot of apps that you can actually, you know, make them and they'll post them for you. You can schedule it. And that way, you know, if you have a day where you have two hours and you can sit and kind of do a couple things Mm -hmm. and then schedule it all, then you don't have to worry about it. But Adam Greenbaum from Whisker Cloud said one of the best things that I had heard in a long time. He was like, you guys are veterinarians. You have amazing content every day. I mean, you literally could say, look at this super cute horse that I'm working on. Look at this pony. Like, look at this Mm -hmm. bandage I did. Like, it doesn't have to be something that's like, I'm going to teach you all about laminitis. It literally could just be, look what I'm doing today. And you put up a cute picture and you post a story of, you know, what's something great you did today? What's something that gave you joy today? Like, that's a question you ask all your participants, Mm -hmm. but you're just looking for like engagement. You're looking for people to react and respond And then the more people do that, the better. I also think something that's really easy and intentional is going through and following people that you are inspired by and reaching out just like, you know, we kind of connected in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that has a lot of value too on Instagram, but it is work. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people think you just join. And then if you have great content, people just will see Mm -hmm. it and it'll grow but it's, it's not quite that easy. So I don't want to downplay how much work it is and how much time it can take. Again, I'm a workaholic and a a night owl, so it's easy for me to kind of keep up with it. But I do think knowing what you have to offer is important and we need to hear it. Hopefully that's motivation enough to try to do it as much as you can. And then just sharing, you don't even have to share your family. Like some people don't want to share their kids and stuff. That's fine. But I mean, you see horses, horses are amazing. Like (laughs) take a cute horse picture and put it up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that feels like it should be under Clay Creek Equine, right? I guess I struggle to mesh the content of the whole veterinarian with, yeah, you know, as an inspiration to younger equine practitioners. I guess I, I haven't looked at it that way, I guess. Well, you you are trying to engage with a profession and bring people in and connect them, right? That have mm-hmm. something to offer and something to say with the younger generation. And so 
I think that by showing what you're doing, and sometimes that does include what you're doing for a living, you know, Mm -hmm. and being a practice owner, I mean, all of that, I think it's important to show, show some of that. And I actually, I mean, I do the Instagram for Northwest Animal Hospital, which is where I work and I post cute puppies and kittens and it's a lot more like, look at what we're seeing and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And then I put some of the grosser stuff or the, you know, on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because clients don't really want to see that stuff as much. Mm -hmm. I mean, they want cute horse pictures, but if you do have a cool, I don't know, if you get bot fly infections there or you have a cool, like, this baby was just born and watch the video. I mean, and owners love it. Most owners are like, yes, put my stuff on, you know, social media. And, and <laughs> yeah. you're there with them. You can just ask them. Those are just some things you could you could think about. And you have to reply to every comment that people make. Mm-hmm. I know this is a lot. I'm sorry. No, no, that's great. I do see the importance of engaging back when people strike up the engagement with you. This is like slightly different as far as engagement goes, but I saw you posted something unrelated and it looked like a client responded with a complaint about a product. And I just thought your response was like perfection. You could tell it was because of the response, following response by that owner you just responded with compassion and empathy and they were looking to be heard. And it was very clear. That's like side note of responding to every comment. Do you feel like people need to focus on one social media platform? I think it depends on who you're targeting. So I'm mainly targeting, you know, vet students in the younger generation. And so Instagram's where I'm most active, but I am on Facebook and I have quite a few people on there too. Um, there's a lot of older people on there. And so I think Facebook's a great place to target the older generation. Facebook to me is more negative and Facebook, you can have people say things that aren't as nice sometimes um, versus mm-hmm. Instagram. So uh, you have to be careful though. And then everyone says to really engage on LinkedIn, especially if you want to do more speaking and like podcasting, there's a ton of really good connection on there. I'm not as great at LinkedIn. Full disclosure, I actually just hired somebody like a month ago to help me put out the content because I just can't keep putting it on these different medias and um, I'm trying to get more YouTube videos up. So I have somebody who I pay her and she actually is helping me get everything up on the different platforms. I like to really keep up with Instagram and engage there. The other ones, it's more just having a presence just because those aren't my audiences as much. And so for you, this is sort of building that personal brand and sort Mm -hmm. of ownership of your career. As far as recommendations for people that are thinking about getting into this, what are the benefits of that for people building their own brand? For me, if you are a practitioner and you're trying to hire I would 100% engage on Instagram because I think just the networking and connections through there for a community who is so positive about veterinary medicine and is looking to like move it in a, in a good direction. I think that that's a really important place that I would be and I would be trying to connect with people there. I think that the benefit to me right now personally is I am trying to get a certain message out and it's been really cool. The opportunities that have come from that being able to do a career workbook. I never thought I would do anything like that. And now I'm looking to partner with one of the bigger companies to try to get it to all the vet students. And so, you know, I think if I didn't have 
my Instagram and have a personal kind of branding push that I'm making right now, I wouldn't have those other connections. I'm going to be speaking at Fetch 360 coming up. Um, and that came through Instagram and a connection. I did a webinar recently on work-life balance. That was really awesome, uh, with DVM 360. So all that has come through social media and especially with not traveling right now, this is the way, right? That you network Mm -hmm. and, and you, um, find opportunities. So that would be the main reason that I would think people would want to really try to grow it and kind of brand themselves a little bit and really get their message out there. Yeah, no, that's helpful. I I think some people could just think like, oh, why am I going to put all this effort in if it's just posting pictures? But I think there's a lot more behind it, which you are a perfect example of. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't know all this existed. I literally joined it just to be like, you know, let me share a positive message. And then it's really snowballed. And I get great opportunities like this now. I mean, we likely would have never met if it wasn't for social media. And this was so fun. And I hope it helps somebody. So fun. Yeah, I hope it helps somebody too. Yes. Any other tidbits you think people have to know about social media? Just be yourself and have fun with it. It really doesn't need to be something you like stress about and you freak out about and you're like, that picture's not perfect. Just enjoy it. I mean, share what you do. We have an awesome career. It's easy to find really fun stuff to share, I think. Great. And thanks for the push to get a little more yeah. personal. I'm going to be watching your account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have an accountability partner now. On that. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time on that. You're welcome. Thanks again to Dr. Crocker for giving us a little bit more of her time. I don't think she realized that this was kind of turning into a personal coaching session for my social media, but I really appreciate it. I hope you were also able to get some actionable takeaways like I was. I think her point about just being yourself is such a good one, so I really encourage you to get out there and connect with others. You can find both of us on Instagram. I am at The Whole Veterinarian, and Dr. Crocker is at dr.tanasia.crocker. I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. We would be happy to put you in touch with anyone you might need as a resource, so definitely find us on there. As always, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you have any feedback or questions, get in touch in any way, Instagram, email, whatever works for you. If you want to make sure to never miss an episode, go to thewholeveterinarian.com slash subscribe and sign up for our newsletter. It's just a once a month quick summary of what we've presented content wise throughout the month. No spam ever, I promise. And next week, we have a talk about practice ownership and some financial stuff. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you again soon.